Kiddushin Dav Samach The last thing we were discussing was a father was Mekadesh, one of his daughters, he doesn't know which one. We saw a Mahloket of Rabbi Meir and B.O.C. that according to Rabbi Meir, a, per, a person would put himself in Safek and therefore three out of four daughters would be in Safek. According to Rabbi O.C., a person would not put himself in Safek and only one daughter is Asur or only one would be Mekudeshet. And with that, we're going to start Samachay Amud Aleph, 10 lines in, the line that starts with the Mishnah. If a woman said, I was Mekadesh, you and you're my wife, and she's saying, you never Mekadesh me. So he technically is not allowed to marry any one of her relatives because a person can prohibit himself. And she's allowed to marry anyone who is his relative. She can marry his brother, for example. Why? Because he can't prohibit her from marrying other people. He Let's say the opposite case. She's saying that you were Mekadeshmi, and he's saying, no, I didn't. He's allowed to marry her relatives. And she's not allowed to marry his relatives. If he said, If he, if a person said, I was Mekadesh, you, and she said, no, you're Mekadesh, my daughter. He is not allowed to marry any one of her relatives, the mother's relatives, but the mother is allowed to marry his relatives. He is allowed to marry any of the relatives of the daughter. And the Ketana, the, the daughter, is allowed to marry any one of his relatives. And as she says, the Hidush is, she doesn't even need a get. If a man said to a woman, I was Mekadesh, your daughter, and she says, No, you were not Mekadesh, my daughter, Ela Oti, you were Mekadesh, me. He is prohibited from marrying any relative of the Ketana, and the Ketana is allowed to marry any one of his relatives. He is allowed to marry any one of the Gedola, the mother's relatives, but the mother is not allowed to marry any one of his relatives. Again, the idea of this Mishnah is a person has the ability to prohibit himself from things, but he has no ability to prohibit other people from other things or people. Now, the Gemara starts, if a person told the woman, you're Mekadeshmi, and she said, no, really we need all the cases in the Mishnah, because if you would only told me about the case in regards to him, where he says, I'm Mekadeshu, and she says, no, I would have thought, Mishum de Gavra lo ichpat le. I would have thought, you know, only in this type of case, the man doesn't care because, okay, he can't marry uh, this group of ladies. He can go marry a different group of ladies. However, about Ihi, but with her, if she would have said Kiddashtani and she's Osir herself on, on everybody, I would have thought, listen, if he didn't tell her something and it wasn't actually Mekadesha, maybe she wouldn't say something like that that would put her in a situation where she can't marry anybody. And based on that logic, he should be asur to marry her relatives. And that's why Tanas tells us that a person does not have the ability to be osir, another person on other people or things. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Kiddashtich, um, I was Mekadesh, you, and she says, no, you were Mekadesh, my uh, daughter. 
Hatulamali, what what I need this case for? It's Tarikhna, you need it. Salkatatah, I mean, I would have thought, really, technically, from the Torah, the Torah believed the father, and Midrabanan, him, Nuadadida, and Midrabanan, there's certain cases where we believe the mother in regards to uh, who this girl was Mitkadesh to. Maybe her daughter should be Asur based on the mother's uh, testimony. That's why Kamash Malan, that's why our Mishnah is coming to be Mahadesh, that when the mother said, No, you're Mahadesh, my daughter, she's believed in regards to herself, but not in regards to her daughter. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Kiddashti et Bitech, a person said to a woman, I was Mahadesh, your daughter, and she said, No, you were, you were Mahadesh, me. Why do you need that case? Hatulamali, why do you need that case? The Gmax means, I did it, since you mentioned the case where she said that you were Mekadesh, my daughter, not me, you need also, they also threw in the case, you were Mekadesh, me, not my daughter. Now, Itmar, it was said, there was a machloket between Rav and Shmuel. Rav Amar Kofin, Shmuel Amar Mibakshin. Rav said, we can compel, we can force the husband to give a get in order to allow her to get married. And Shmuel said, we ask him nicely to give a get. We start off nicely, and if not, then we force. Ah, yeah, what's that going on? It was said on this Mishnah, but in regards to which case? It's going on the first case where the man says, I was Mekadeshu, and she said, no, there's nothing wrong over here. She doesn't need a get, so therefore we don't have to ask him, we don't have to force him. Ela Asefa, maybe Rav and Shmuel argued in regard to the Sefa, where she said you're Mekadesh, mean he said no, she's a sword of everyone, and Rav and Shmuel argue if we have to force him or ask him nicely to give a get. So, Bishlama Mevakshin, I understand according to Shmuel why we ask him to give a get. Lehaye, it makes sense. Why? Because once he gives a get, he's going to be a sore to her relatives. Maybe he wants to marry her sister, maybe he wants to marry her aunt or her daughter, or whatever the case is. Ela Kofin Amai, but according to Rav, who says you force him to give a get, why are we forcing him to give a get? So, uh, meaning Amar Loni Halidetsa he has a good claim. He doesn't want to be prohibited marrying one of her relatives. Ela, the Gemara explains now. No, Rav and Shmuel were were not arguing one another. Rather, they were. Uh, finishing off each other's sentence, meaning they're explaining each other. Amar Shmuel ten get. Shmuel says we ask him nicely to give a get, and Amar Rav Rav adds on im natan get me'atzmo. If he gave a get on his own without us asking him, then we force him to give a ketuba also. He has to give her the money because the fact that you did it on your own show you actually were mekadesher and you gave her the get on your own. Therefore, you give her her, her ketuba money. Itmar Nami, and it was said also, Amaravaha Barada Amarav, Amarav, some say it was Amaravaha Barada Amarav Hamnuna Amarav, Kofin Umvakshin. We force and we ask, Tarte, how could you do both? Meaning it contradicts one another. And the Gemara explains, Hachi Kamar, Mivakshin Mimenuli Tenget. We ask him nicely to give a get. Vim Natan Matsmun, if he gave on his own without us asking, Kofin Otoli Tenktuba, we force him to even give the Ktuba money. And Amar of Yehuda, Ham Kadesh be'ed echad en choshashin lekidushav. Rav Yehuda said, if someone's mekadesh with only one aid watching it, we don't even count the kidushin. So ba'um mineh Rav Yehuda. So they asked Rav Yehuda. Let's say shenehem modim. The men and the women both admit that they did kidushin. She accepted it. He gave the money, everything. My, what would be the halacha? 
are they mekudash or not? Meaning, do we say that the witnesses are there to testify that this actually happened, and if they're admitting, then we can agree to this? Or do we say, there's it's something that has to be done with two people, and if there was no two people, it doesn't count. So, so he explains, in velo He said, yeah, no, he wasn't sure exactly what would be the halakha. And he turned around and said, If someone's made Kaddish with one witness, we don't even pay attention to this Kiddushin. Even if they both admit to it, it doesn't matter. Because the witnesses are part of the whole action. So now Rabbi has a question to Rav Nachman. Look at our Mishnah. It says, A man says to a woman, I was Mekadeshu. She says, No, you didn't. He's a sword to her relatives, but she's, mutat, she's allowed to marry his relatives. Now, if there's witnesses, why is she allowed to marry his relatives? If there's no witnesses, why is he a sword in her relatives? Rather, we're talking about a situation where there's one witness. The fact that he's admitting to all this makes him prohibited on her relatives. And it sounds like one witness is considered, uh, okay, it works. The Gemara answers, no, she's not Mekodeshet. Over here, why... Why is he a sure to marry her relatives? A man comes up to a woman and says, I was Mekadeshu in front of Reuven and Shimon, but they went on a business trip and they're not going to be back for the next uh, couple of years. And she says, no, you didn't. And therefore, he, he's strengthening his claim with witnesses. Okay, so you cannot marry her relatives. Etive, but the Gemara has a question because we learned in Masechet Gitin, Hamgareshet Ishtovelana Imo Bepundaki. If someone uh, divorced his wife and she went to sleep with him in the same room, and we're understanding that uh, witnesses saw that they were together, she doesn't need another get, and she does need another get. Just in case, when they were together in that hotel room, it, it, it counted as Kiddushin. So now, Hechidami, what are we talking about? If there's witnesses that he was Mekadesha there, then my time out of the then why is Betcham? I say she does not need to get. If there's no Aidim, let's say he was Mekadesha with the Bia. My time out of the Betilel, why is Betilel say she needs to get? Meaning there was no witnesses. Elalav, rather you have to say we're talking about Be'edehad, and they both agree to the the one witness, and Bet Shammai says, you know, one ayad uh, is not good enough, and Bet Yedal says, it is a good uh, Kiddushin, and that's why she would need to get. But the Gemara says, no, because Tamih, based on that, that we're talking about a person who's Mekadesh B'bi'ah with only one witness, Emasef, and then look at the second part, Umodim Benit Gashamin Irusi, and Betila and Bet Shammai both agree. If she got divorced after just this Irusi, and they were never actually married, just engaged, She'en Sarikha Hemeno Get Shenish doesn't even know they get, because they're not used to each other. So we're not worried maybe they were together. Now, you want to say that according to Betilel, one witness is believed. And we can believe him when he says that they were making each other with the bi'ah. If that's the case, what's the difference between engaged? What's the difference if they were actually married? At the end of the day, one witness said that they were making it should work. Ela, rather, 
There was witnesses watching them go into the room together, but there is no witnesses that they did any bi'ah together. Bet Shammai holds Lo Amrina and Hen Hen Aidehud Hen Hen Aide Bi'ah. Bet Shammai holds we don't say that the witnesses for the Yehud, for them going into the room, is the same as the witnesses of watching the Bi'ah. Now, Ubet Hilel Savre Bet Hilel held Amrina and Hen Hen Aidehud Hen Hen Aide Bi'ah. Bet Hilel holds the witnesses who saw the Yehud, they're going into the room together. That's the same witnesses, meaning that same action of going to the room together, that's the Bi'ah. Meaning, we figure that when they're, when they're going together into the room, a person is not going to make his bailad znut. He's not just going to do znut with this woman. He's going to do uh, something holy with her. We're saying people have a hazaka. They're not uh, doing averot. And that's why Bet Hillel says she would need another get. Umodim vadai. But Bet Hillel and Bet Shemai both agree. Benit Gashamin Irusin, if she got divorced after just engaged, we don't say that the witnesses for the Yehud are the same as the witnesses for the Bi'ah, because they're not as used to each other, and there's no Hazaka that he for sure went with her, and therefore the Adim of the Yehud are not the same, they're not, they're not testifying on the Bi'ah also, and therefore she's not Mekudeshet. Someone uh, was a woman with one witness. We don't even pay attention to that kiddushin. Even if they both admit to it. If a person is with one aid, the great betin. The, uh, holds that we don't pay attention to that kiddushin doesn't count. Ma'an be'din araban. Who's the great betin? Rav. Rav's betin doesn't care. Vika de amren. Some say amar abba barabuna amarav. Hamkadesh be'ed ehad be'din araba amre and hoshin the kiddushav. That they say in the name of Rav that the great betin holds we don't pay attention to that kiddushin. And man be'din araban. Who's this great betin? Rabbi is the famous Rabbi. Mativ Rav Ahde boy bar ami. So now, Rav Ahdeboy has a question from a Braita. The Braita says, Two people came from overseas, and there was a woman with them, and there's this nice big bag with them. Guy number one says, This is my wife. This guy number two, he's my slave. And this big bag belongs to me. And guy number two says, Zoishti, this is my wife. And guy number one is my slave. And this is my bag. And the woman is saying, Both these men are my slaves, and the bag belongs to me. So, she needs two gets from each guy to give her a get. And she gets her ketuba from whatever's in that bag. And if there's leftover, for all of those who learned the Bametziah, we know that the leftover stays until Eliyahu comes and he figures out what to do with it. Now, the question is, Hechidami, what's the Brayta talking about? How, why do we need two gets? If they both have witnesses that it's their wife and it's their bag, then, then how could she say, these two are my slaves and this bag belongs to me? She wouldn't say it. No one's going to fall for that. Rather, we have to say, each one has one witness that it's his wife. And that's why she needs a get. 
Now, the Gemara doesn't understand it. How could you even say, how could you even think that you would need a get? Here, it's one witness, you're right. Let's say there's one witness, but there's also another witness contradicting this witness, and we never believe one witness when there's another witness contradicting. Ella, what are we talking about? To, to say that she's mutar to marry other people, if there's one witness, then for sure she does not need to get. Over here, what the Braita is really trying to say, the reason she needs to get from each person is because if she wants her ketuba money from that bag, then she needs to get from each person because we don't know who the, the bag belongs to. Each person is saying something else. And the only way she would be able to get her ketubah from that bag is if she gets to get. And it goes according to Rabbi Meir. He holds that movable assets are leaned onto ketubah. She has the right to uh, ex- extract payment even from movable objects. Okay, either way, my Allah, what's the bottom line? When uh, when someone's mekadesh with only one witness, Sorav Ka'ana, Amar, En, Choshashin, Kiddushin, we don't care about the Kiddushin. Rav Papa Amar, Choshashin the Kiddushin. We do care about the Kiddushin. It is a Kiddushin. And Amar the Rav Asher, the Rav Kana. Now the Asher asked Rav Kana, who said it's not a Kiddushin. Why do you hold it's not a Kiddushin? They are left. Davar, davar, mimamon. You want to learn exact Shava from money. That you, the same way by money you need to also buy. By marriage you need to. One pasuk says, Ki matzah ba'irva tavar. And then by money it says, well, I could always say, The same way by money, when someone admits, it's as if there's a hundred witnesses, then Afghan over here also, by Kiddushin, we should say, So we should say here also, if the husband and wife admit that they they did Kiddushin, it should work the same way it works by money. If I say I owe this person money and she says I make Kudash this person, the same halachot should apply. So Amar Derevkan explained to Ravashi Hatam over there, Lokam Hayev Laharine. Over there, by money, you're not hurting anyone else by giving this person money. Hachaka Hayev Laharine. Over here, you're hurting other people. Meaning, what's going on over here is their family members cannot marry, well, her, her family members can't marry him, his can't marry her, or he's Oseher to the rest of the world. Therefore, the Alachot are different, and she would need two. And the Gemara says a story, Morzutra Rav Adah Sabah, Bene Derav Mori Bar Isur. Morzutra Rav the children of Rav Mori Bar Isur, Palig Nechsayu they inherited assets from their father, and they split it up without witnesses. They came in front of Rav and they asked him, Is the reason we need to Aidim according to Torah is just in case they want to go back and they can't, and therefore the Aidim are there to make sure that no one lies, no one retracts any statement. And we're not going back, we're agreeing to what we did. Or maybe or maybe the entire splitting doesn't work unless there's witnesses testifying on this. And Ravashi explained that the only reason witnesses were created, the whole concept of witnesses, is just to make sure nobody lies. And since you're not lying, therefore it stands. Meaning, 
we don't need the witnesses in order to make sure this thing gets done. This thing can get done without witnesses. We're only, we only ask for witnesses, according to Torah, is so nobody lies. Amar if one witness came to a person and said, you ate uh, the, the prohibited fats of an animal and you have to give a korban hatat, and he was quiet, he didn't deny it. The witness is believed and he, the other person has to give a korban. We have a bright like that. If a witness came to a person and said, you ate the prohibited fat, and the person says, no, he didn't, he does not have to give a korban. Taman, the whole reason is the Amar law, because he said, No, I didn't eat it. But if he was quiet, Meheman, he would be believed. We believe the witness. And another halacha Abaye explained, the Amar Abaye, Amar Lo'ad if a witness told the person, that your Tahor food, your pure food, became Tameh, someone touched it, someone threw something on it, and the person's quiet, not denying, Neheman. We believe the witness, Vitana Tuna, and here's a Braita that helps us. If one witness says your fruits became Tameh and the person is denying it, he's Patur. Meaning, if he's a Kohen and he ate from it, he's Patur. He doesn't, not, it doesn't count as if he ate Terumat And Tama, the Almarlo, and the whole reason is because he said they were not Tameh. Ha'ishtik, but if he was quiet, Meheman, we would believe the Aid, the Amar Abayyan also said, Amar Lo'ad if one witness said, Shorcha Nirba, someone was with your cow, a bestiality situation, and you cannot give this cow as a korban, Vahala Shotek, and the person is quiet, Neheman, uh, we believe the witness, and this uh, ox is now pasul to be given as a korban, Vitana Tunan, we have a Braita that helps it. This is in regards to a Bechor. Um, a, a firstborn uh, animal that's supposed to be given as a korban. And if avira was done with it, or if this animal, this bechor, killed someone, only one witness was there, or the owner himself admitting to this, we believe the witness or the, or the owner, and you know how to give this animal as a korban. So, this one witness, what are we talking about? If the owner agrees to it, that's the same thing as the owner admitting to it. Aren't we talking about a situation where one witness came and the man was quiet and still we believe the witness? And we see that when the when the person was quiet about it, he didn't deny it. We believe the one witness like Abaye. And really, Abayat explained to, uh, to us this halakha that we believe the, the one witness when the when the, the person who he's claiming against is not denying it in all three cases. Because if you would have only told to me in the first case with the Halev, I would have said, I would have said, maybe it has nothing to do with the witness. Maybe the person is admitting guilt over here. Otherwise, he wouldn't bring a korban that there's a chance that it's a hulin. It's not a holy korban. It's not a korban hatat. It's regular hulin. He wouldn't bring it into the azara. That's uh, that's uh, karet if he does such a thing. So obviously he actually did it. But in the second case where the, the person's telling him whatever is tahorba you became tameh and he's being quiet. I would have said the fact that he's quiet is because the sevar hazel lebi metumato. He's thinking, okay, it's tameh. I'll eat it when I'm tameh. 
But if you would only tell me the case with uh, the fruits becoming tameh, I would have said the fact that he's not denying it, that means he's really admitting to that they're tameh, because there's a big loss of here. All these, he's not going to be able to eat it during his tahara days. Abal shoron irba. When you're telling him that his ox, someone was with it, memar amar kolash varim lav legabe mizbeach. You could always say, listen, not every animal you could give uh, on the mizbeach, so I'll use it for something else. So maybe that's uh, the reason he's not denying it. Tzricha. That's why Abayat tells in all three cases that when the person is not denying it, then we believe the witness. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.